Messiah. The Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray. And the 2019 Offensive Rookie of the Year is Kyler Murray. This year's most valuable player, Lamar Jackson. He puts it himself. Looking back and forth. Oh! He breaks his ankles. He is Houdini. Touchdown. Patrick Mahomes with a rope. Chiefs are Super Bowl champions here in Miami. All right, guys, welcome back to the Established the Past podcast, presented by Clutch Points and our friends at Blue Wire. I'm your host, Blake Level. With me is my co-host, Dylan Reagan, and we are back here to make our picks for Week 17 of the 2020 NFL season. Hard to believe uh, that uh, this is the last week of the regular season after uh, not even knowing if there was going to be a season, uh, Dylan. But uh, we wound up uh, at least uh, getting to the regular season here and uh, looking ahead to the playoffs. Lots of interesting matchups that will decide who is in the playoffs, because uh, as of right now, uh, still quite a few playoff berths uh, available uh, with uh, more than half in the AFC, three available in the NFC. Uh, So a lot still to be decided, and it will all be decided here in Week 17. So let's start off with our games of the week. Uh, Yes, we're going to do plural with this one. Uh, A couple games uh, that have a lot on the line, and we will start with Dylan's Rams, who uh, are at home against the Cardinals. Uh, The Cardinals are one-point favorites on the road here, and uh, obviously that is because uh, the Rams are looking at a situation where uh, they are going to be without their quarterback and uh, without, uh, you know, one of their top receivers in Cooper Cup. Uh, so that certainly puts the Rams uh, at a disadvantage here, and it does look like Kyler Murray probably going to be on the field. So uh, mm-hmm. for that reason, Dylan, big game, both teams, uh, but uh, I'm going to pick the Cardinals here. However, um, the Rams could still be in a position uh, to be just fine. Yeah, it's really crazy as we kind of talked about that they had the Rams had a 99.9% chance of making the playoffs per Football Outsiders and ESPN's uh, Football Power Index going into that Week 15 game that they lost to the Jets and how now yeah it's like down to 80 something they still feel even with all those uh factors like you mentioned they're the one team that can lose here and still get in based on the result of the next game that we're going to talk about and yeah it does not help obviously uh we talked about Jared Goff's injury sounds like if they get in the playoffs he could be back for that game Andrew Whitworth also even though he may be ready now they're holding him back for the playoffs so it's all John Wolford and I mean there's a reason, I guess, that they've held on to this guy instead of signing veterans for the last couple of years as their backup. Hasn't played in any regular games, has played in the preseason, obviously, a bit, and had a really good stretch in the AAF. That is, uh, <laughs> to say, though, t- for a game of this magnitude to be a little bit different, <laughs> little maybe different. it does help without the, the fans, I guess. Maybe that'll help uh, calm the nerves. But, yeah, a lot of pressure on him, obviously, McVeigh. It's going to be a huge test for him to try to, you know, obviously, make Wolford come comfortable and obviously having not having Cooper Cup it's really going to be a, a big hurt in terms of having that kind of security blanket uh Wolford if anything it does have uh some good legs so I mean they might do some of these boots and, and uh, rollouts that they like to do with Goff but actually you know just tell Wolford basically run if you can and they're going to hope their defense can hold back the Cardinals as well as it did uh, for most most of the, their first matchup the defense has been the you know the, the really big strength of the Rams even before all these recent struggles for the offense if they're going to win that's the reason why I just have a hard time though picking a guy starting his first NFL game again in this spot against a Cardinal team that yeah should have 
uh, got into the playoffs last week. They're not. Now they have to win. Even if they lose, uh, that they're out just uh, no matter what the Bears do. So I'll pick the Cardinals to win this one. But I do think, I mean, the one-point spread does show that uh, I think that is out of respect really for what the Rams' defense has done. And the Cardinals' offense is by no means uh, clicking on all cylinders at this point. Well, the Rams can afford to lose uh, if uh, the Chicago Bears lose, and uh, that is your game of the week, which is the Packers on the road uh, against the Bears. Packers are five-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Uh, Rams get in with a win or tie against the Cardinals or a Bears loss or tie against the Packers. So that's what you're banking on if you're the Rams, and uh, let's say you lose that game to the Cardinals. You really are going to be rooting for the Packers. And uh, the good thing is uh, the Packers have been the better team uh, this season, and uh, I'm going to pick them to win this game. We talked about the Bears, uh, you know, up and down, certainly had a great start, uh, then couldn't win a game, and now they're back on track. Uh, but uh, I don't know. This this is still one where it's like, you know, them beating the Jags, the way they beat the Jags is one thing. But uh, to be able to beat the Packers, uh, that's a little bit different challenge. Yeah, the Packers are clicking on all cylinders. Their defense continues to rise. Uh, to 15th in DVOA, which given where it was for most of the season is a big improvement. They're playing much better, and it's that's the thing. The Bears, yes, they've been great on offense. They've been putting up a lot of points, but they've been a bit against some of the worst defenses in the NFL, and I just I don't see it in this case for the Packers with a chance to lock up the number one seed. They know that if they lose, it's likely that they will not get the number one seed and get the bye just based on the opponents that the, the Saints and Seahawks have. Um, it, uh, so it's just it's a tough situation because like, uh, for the Packers or for the Bears in this case they were really hoping probably <laughs> that at this point the Packers would have had the number one seed or some sort of seed uh, locked up and not had much incentive that would have really played into the Bears hands maybe the Packers still would have played their starters because of the rivalry and all that stuff uh, but in this case yeah Green Bay with everything on the line to get that number one seed I think they come out there and get the win uh, and for Chicago it, it does make for an interesting setup because a few weeks ago we were talking about a team uh, in transition now the, the questions that I've at least that I've been seeing on Twitter and Bears Twitter and among Bears fans that I know is like they're, they're kind of questioning whether they should run this back with Trubisky still uh, maybe it, maybe that is the the sentiment uh, there I forgot where I saw it was an NFL exec that was quoted in a report saying that they probably should based on you know just the, the cost of uh, Trubisky not being that high and I don't know man we'll see but it's, it, is, it is interesting how just a few weeks of football uh, really can impact the team that much. Yep, uh, for sure. But uh, that, as we said, will be a uh, very watchable game uh, for those in Los Angeles like yourself uh, because uh, a lot of eyeballs on that one, uh, rooting for the Packers for sure. All right, let's get to our betting locks of the week. Uh, we talked about the curse, the double-digit spread all season long. Uh, when one of us picks the double-digit spread, more often than not, does not work at all in our favor. Yet, I'm going right back to it here. Um, I said we were never going to go back to it, but uh, what do you know? Uh, there just weren't any other choices on the board that I felt completely confident in. But I do feel confident in this one, and that is the Colts at home, two touchdown favorites over the Jags. 14-point um, spread here. I, I can't believe I'm doing it. Again, I can't believe one of us is going back to this, but I just think the Colts are in a scenario where they have to win. Um, yeah. And they it is pretty much here's the scenario for the Colts. They have to win plus a, a Ravens loss or tie, a Colts win plus a Browns loss or tie, or Colts win plus a Dolphins loss or tie. Um, they can clinch the AFC South if they win and the Titans lose. Uh, so lots of different potential scenarios here uh, that come into play for the Colts, but they all come down to one thing. The Colts have to win, and the good thing is they're playing mm -hmm. the worst team in the NFL, um, and I just don't think the Jags, of course, at this point have nothing to play for. Uh, they already have you know the number one pick locked up. 
There will be a little bit more pressure on the Colts here, but I just think they're going to come out and completely destroy the Jags. Uh, so I'm going to say that they win this game by at least two touchdowns. Yeah, they'd feel a lot better if they'd won that uh, week one game to the Jags. They'd probably be still in the division lead, obviously, and probably would have the tiebreaker over, over Tennessee with a division record. Now they get some revenge here in week 17. Yeah, I think they come out and definitely dominate the, uh, this game. The Jags, if anything, I guess, unlike last week where they're maybe trying to lose a bit with uh, the the lineup that they put out there uh, to make to ensure they get the number one pick. Now with the Jets winning last week, I believe the Jaguars have pretty much locked it up. Uh, so they, I guess they have no incentive to lose. Uh, so that's the one counter, I guess. But I think the Colts are just too good, too much on the line for this team. It is crazy still that with the extra playoff spot that 11-5 and five team could miss the playoffs. Hopefully for the Colts' sake that doesn't happen. I think they take care of their own business as they, as they should. Yeah, against the Jaguars, it should be a blowout, man. Well, yours is going to be uh, the Saints, who I went with last mm-hmm. week. That worked out well. Uh, Saints are six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Panthers. Um, here is the scenario for the Saints. They can clinch uh, the first round by with a win plus a Packers loss and a Seahawks win. So that's what they're looking at uh, to try to clinch uh, that first round by. Uh, right now they sit in the second spot, uh, but uh, that is what they'll need to happen. I don't think they're going to have a problem winning this game. Mm-hmm. But uh, as we said, they will need a little bit of help. Uh, elsewhere to clinch the first round by. Yeah, because if they directly tie with the Packers, Green Bay did beat them. So, they, yeah, they, they need a win, Green Bay to lose, and Seattle to win. Yeah. So I think the chance of that, according to uh, ESPN's uh, projections, is like 12%. Yeah, so pretty low. I mean, it could happen. Uh, but, I mean, I think the Saints, yeah, was still a lot to, to play for. They're also just rolling. I mean, the offense looked so, so dominant against the Vikings. Obviously, that's going to happen against the Vikings a lot. But the Panthers aren't exactly – uh, the most formidable defense at this point. Um, so, yeah, I, I think New Orleans with, still with something to play for, still want to have that uh, two seed. They don't want to have to play even without fans in Seattle in the second round if it comes to that. Uh, so, yeah, I think they come out here and help me go with a little hot streak, at least in the betting locks. I was thinking about going three weeks in a row with the Bills because of how well they've done for me, but uh, their game is we'll get to uh, uh, pretty soon. Just It's too risky at this point. Well, uh, this team also has a lot on the line. As we said, a lot of teams still in the mix here. Uh, the Washington football team, one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Eagles, and that is where my upset of the week comes into play. Washington, we said it on the last episode, it's very simple. Uh, They just have to win to clinch uh, the NFC East division title, um, or they could tie and have the Cowboys lose or tie, and they would still get it. Uh, But uh, this is a scenario where, as much as I I would love to see, you know, I said it when we said, Dylan, we probably talking six weeks ago, uh, eight weeks ago, I was like, look, maybe this is the new pick to win the division. Well, I was kind of half-joking at the time, but it looks like uh, here they are in the driver's seat with a chance to do it. But I'm going to pick the Eagles here. I know what the Eagles look like against the Cowboys, but there's just something here, you know, quarterback situation for Washington. We don't know who's going to play. Is it going to be Alex Smith? Is it going to be Taylor Heineke? We don't know. Um, I I just, I think I'm going to go with the Eagles. If this game is in Washington, I pick Washington, but it's in Philadelphia. I know the Eagles have nothing to play for, uh, but uh, I just, for some reason, I think they're going to win this game. Yeah, I won't be shocked uh, with the outcome either way. This division has basically been the most unpredictable for me it's, uh, with some of these games. I've, uh, I would love to go back and look at my uh, my record in picking NFC East matchups. It's probably not fantastic compared to the overall one. But, yeah, I'm, I'm picking Washington. I just – the defense, is it's always been the thing that is the reason why we tr- – uh, at any time of the season we believed in them uh, and why it wasn't unrealistic for you to, to think uh, that they would have a shot at the division. 
they're still ranking as a team because of that second-ranked uh, DVOA defense. They're still ranking overall 16th in DVOA, way ahead of Philadelphia 28th. Uh, with that, yes, the quarterback situation definitely uh, is going to be a big <laughs> Uh, big issue there, but against Philadelphia's defense, it's not like this is a dominant group. I'm just more so thinking, though, about Philadelphia's 29th DVOA offense against that Washington defense. I just don't think it's going to be pretty. It wasn't pretty in week one uh, when we still had a lot more faith in Philadelphia and none in Washington. No idea what we're going to get from Washington. I think that defensive line comes out here does enough and rallies Washington to an unlikely uh, division title. Well, believe it or not, this game has no playoff implications whatsoever. I don't think we're surprised when it comes to the Jets. Probably a little bit uh, surprised for people when it comes to the Patriots, who are at home, uh, three-point favorites against the Jets. That in and of itself uh, is pretty crazy to think about. And that is where, yes, we're still in our upset picks of the week here. So that tells you exactly what you need to know. Uh, Dylan is going with the New York Jets, and uh, I never thought that we'd even be saying this the entire season, um, but however, somehow we've gotten here, and not only are we picking the Jets here as an upset pick of the week, I'm still going to pick the Patriots in this game, but um, Dylan's going to do it against the Patriots, which, uh, as we said, the team that uh, we talked about for so long as uh, the leader uh, of the NFC or the AFC East, um, and here, look at this, week 17, uh, picking the Jets here. It's not a pick that I'm really confident in New England for everything they've done bad. Still usually has found a way to get a victory in this one. But, hey, the first time they played it, it came down to a field goal right on the yeah. last uh, play of the game. Uh, I, I was really hoping because I was planning for this to be the game where the Jets had a chance to, to clinch a number one pick. And I was planning to pick the Jets just because I wanted the, the sabotage angle from Belichick <laughs> to make sure that New York could not get Trevor Lawrence. Unfortunately, that is not in play here. But I still think with the way the Jets looked against the Browns, I know the Browns didn't have any receivers, but you could argue that the Patriots have the worst receiving corps in the NFL. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll just say the Jets ride this out with a three-game <laughs> winning streak to end the season and just uh, continue to maybe piss off some of their fans that were hoping they got Lawrence. But – uh, they'll also a team that obviously has a, a big decision to make in terms of still drafting the quarterback possibly or, or uh, and deciding what they're going to do with Sam Darnold. Yep, a lot to figure out for the Jets and a lot, as we said, playoff scenarios still in place. Before we get to the rest of those, let's talk to you about our friends over at Indeed. Uh, 2020 reshaped how we work. It's almost over, and businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical, and that is where Indeed is here to help. Indeed, the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to CompScore. Indeed can help you find quality candidates quickly, so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. And unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring process. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time. There are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria, and you can contact them the moment you sponsor a job, which makes Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. visiting Indeed each month, so it's clear that Indeed can help you get the quality hire you need, and that's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for their hiring. Right now, Indeed, offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere, so go right now. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. All right, our quick picks. Uh, let's get to the Steelers at the Browns. Uh, several uh, different scenarios here uh, in this one where uh, we know the Steelers have already clinched uh, the AFC North. Meanwhile, for the Browns, uh, the Browns simply uh, just need to win here. They can win 
or have the Colts lose or have a lot of other weird different scenarios play out. Uh, the Titans lose mm-hmm. plus a, a Dolphins win or tie plus a Ravens <laughs> win or tie. Um, and then, of course, it gets a little crazy from there with the potential tie scenarios for the Browns. But uh, clearly, you just need to win here if you're the Browns uh, and you are in a good shape. Uh, and luckily for them, I think uh, they're going to be playing a Steelers team uh, that where uh, Mason Rudolph is going to be a quarterback and uh, going to look a little bit different. So uh, for that reason, I think uh, pretty pretty reasonable why we're picking the Browns here. Yeah, uh, maybe it's some of that bias that I've talked about previously of just wanting to see the Browns back in the playoffs. It would have been fun for them to have a chance to get the division it looked like for a moment on Sunday morning that they were going to you know, be able to uh, take care of it or come back against the Jets. Maybe the Steelers would lose, and this game would be the AFC North title game. Not to be, but yeah, with the Steelers having not, not a ton of incentive, they need to win uh, with a loss from the Bills just to get to up to the two seed. There's no bye anymore, obviously. So uh, without the home field really mattering as much, not as much incentive for Pittsburgh here, uh, even though it is one of their biggest rivals. But I, I just think the Browns have looked, you know, when <laughs> it was an unfortunate game against the Jets, obviously, without the receivers. But I, I think they're going to bounce back well enough in this one. And the combination with Pittsburgh, uh, not playing everyone, especially Roethlisberger, who was very vital to them uh, coming back, actually making some nice throws down the field. I don't know if that's going to happen with Mason Rudolph. I don't know how, how I feel about that 10-point spread now. I, if I was betting on this, I'd probably pick Pittsburgh to cover. Uh, but I'll, I'll go with the Browns to win and lock up their first playoff berth in, what, 19 years. Unbelievable. Well, uh, the Dolphins could also be in a position to make the playoffs. They are on the road. Taking on the Bills, the Bills are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, That's an interesting line because uh, we know, as you said, the Bills are in a situation where, you know, they essentially not a whole lot they can do. Um, However, for the Dolphins, uh, another pretty interesting scenario here where uh, it's simply a matter of the Dolphins winning or having the Ravens lose, the Browns lose, or the Colts lose. So the Dolphins are actually not in a bad spot here as long as, uh, you know, Really, they just need a couple different scenarios play out. Like, there's not really a whole lot for the Dolphins in terms of uh, if they win, it's pretty simple. But also, you know, you could have a a Ravens loss, a Browns loss, or, uh, you know, a Colts loss, and you're you're still sitting okay. So, um, interesting spot for the Dolphins. Uh, I think, Dylan, the problem is we don't know what things are going to look like for Mm -hmm. the Bills. I could see it, you know, where the Bills get out there and uh, maybe they have their first team in for about a quarter and then someone takes a hard hit and it's like, all right, we're done with that. Uh, See you later. And uh, the Dolphins take control from there. But I believe it or not, I'm still going to pick the Bills here. It's very strange because I think this is a a game where I don't really know what to expect. Um, So I revert to the Bills, which, of course, would mean Mm -hmm. I think the Dolphins would be the team Mm -hmm. we'd have on the outside looking in based on the rest of our picks. I don't want that. Um, I, you know, just become a, a Dolphins fan club here on the podcast, but I don't know. There's just something about this game where I'm like, I think because of the unknowns, I'm going to stick with the Bills, but I, obviously I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins won either. Yeah, I won't be shocked with either outcome. Thought about this as a possible game of the week. It's just we don't really know who the Bills are going to play, as we mentioned. The Bills playing, you could argue, the best football in this conference the last couple of weeks uh, or last few weeks with some of the, the games the Chiefs have played that haven't been exactly the prettiest. Uh, Josh Allen just been absolutely incredible. Stephon Diggs putting up numbers, no Bills receiver, or uh, you know just has ever put up. I think he already broke the receptions record, but also no Bill receivers ever led the NFL in receptions and receiving yards. He's on pace at the moment to do that. Uh, but uh, yeah, just it, it's weird. I know I know the NFL obviously does this to not give any team a competitive advantage in terms of knowing the results of other games. But I would be really curious if the Browns are winning by like 14 at halftime against Pittsburgh and the Bills are like, we already got the two seed basically locked up here. Do they pull their starters? It really, there's a lot of weird scenarios kind of in play here. 
that can make this thing come down to the wire. And that's why, yeah, I'm picking the Bills still to win. Uh, I still think, I mean, they want to get that two seed, even though, I, you know, home field doesn't mean so much. But still, you'd rather get the two seed, have home field in that in that game against Pittsburgh if it comes down to that. Um, but, oh, man, I just, I have a feeling like the Dolphins <laughs> just keep finding ways to win these games. Fitzpatrick, uh, you know, with this much on the line, I could see him coming out and playing pretty well against Buffalo's uh, defense, which is improving the last few weeks. Miami's defense obviously has been so important to their to their success. I'm, yeah, I'm picking the Bills, but that, that scenario, that's what I'm really intrigued to see, though, is like what part of this game would Buffalo maybe see that Pittsburgh's going to lose for sure and kind of just pull back the reins a bit, and it could allow Miami to, to go, go in there and get that playoff uh, berth. Well, and the reason we have the Dolphins on the outside looking in, if we're picking the Bills, is because we also mm-hmm. have the Ravens uh, winning because they are 11.5-point favorites on the road against the Bengals. Bengals have played better, but uh, you're still going to pick the Ravens here, and uh, you know that is the scenario where for the Dolphins, um, if they don't win, then they need either the Ravens, Browns, or Colts to lose, and of course we have all three of those teams winning. Um, so that's that's the problem. If you're the Dolphins, if you don't win, there's a lot of other, you know, based on the matchups, uh, it does not exactly favorable. Uh, for the Ravens, though, it's a simple win and you're in. Uh, that's all they have to do, or they have uh, the Browns lose or the Colts lose, so uh, that's how the Ravens can get in, but uh, you know, again, essentially when yeah. you're in, and I don't think the Ravens are going to have a problem with that. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Ravens, I mean, they've been on a mission the last few weeks. We knew they had that kind of, that kind of tough stretch. They've battled through it. Obviously, the dramatic win against the Browns. They've played some pretty bad teams and dominated them. I anticipate that, yeah, to be the same case here. And for, yeah, for a while, it looked like maybe they'd be out of the playoffs. A lot of things were going down for them. Uh, but, yeah, it's all lined up. And, again, that easy schedule it before the season and it's kind of played out as one of the easiest in the NFL, benefiting them here at the end of the season. Interested to see Baltimore. Not a team I'd really want to face in the playoffs. Um with how they've been rolling. And, yeah, the Bengals, while they played better, I just don't see a way of possibly picking them in this one. Well, a game that doesn't have any uh, playoff implications, uh, the Vikings six-and-a-half-point favorites at the Lions, but uh, mm-hmm. obviously a, a significant note uh, in this one as uh, Dalvin Cook will not play. Uh, his father uh, unexpectedly passed away um, on Tuesday, and so he will not be available. Obviously, our thoughts with him and his family. Um, a, a tragic situation, but uh, he won't play. But, you know, look at this game specifically. Um, this is a situation where, I mean, you know, again, two teams with – with not a lot to play for in terms of standings, but I will say, you know, we've seen some of these scenarios before um, where you have stuff like this and, you know, a teammate mm-hmm. uh, facing a pretty uh, a pretty rough situation. Uh, I, I could certainly see the Vikings come out and play pretty well here uh, for him. So, Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, obviously devastating and a uh, tough season for Minnesota overall. But, yeah, I think they – I think they'll bounce back well enough in terms of just having the pride to come out and get a victory to end the season. Uh, the, the offense has still looked fine for large stretches of, of this year, had to put up a lot of points in New Orleans last week, obviously a lot of garbage time. But I think the defense also responds a bit to what uh, what Mike Zimmer said about this being easily the worst defense he's ever had. Those comments yeah. got to fire you up, man. And I think, yeah, Detroit at this point, they're kind of, they've been more of a mess and that defense, especially, I don't have any expectations for them. That's the main reason why Minnesota for sure is the pick here. Yep, they are. And uh, how about them Cowboys? Cowboys, three point favorites mm-hmm. on the road against the Giants uh, for the Cowboys. Uh, they will clinch 
The NFC East, uh, with a win plus a Washington loss or tie, or a tie plus a Washington loss. So um, that is, you know, the scenario. As we said, Washington clinches with a win. Cowboys can clinch if Washington loses. Um, so it's, uh, boy, it's just, it's a big one for the Cowboys all of a sudden. And uh, I'm going to pick them to win here. Uh, we kind of laughed about it on the last episode of the podcast. I think the Cowboys are getting in. Um, you know, I picked Washington to lose to the Eagles, which would put the Cowboys in in that scenario. You picked the opposite. Mm-hmm. But um, man, I just I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to trying to keep my Super Bowl pick alive here, so uh, <laughs> I'm picking the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean it's not a bad. I mean I, I'm picking the Cowboys too. I just yeah, obviously I picked Washington to find a way to win. I think the funniest scenario would be for the Giants to win first to get a three way tie of six and ten teams yeah. and the six and ten Giants going. That would just be. Wonderful, especially when uh, either the Rams, Cardinals, or Bears, even though their records aren't amazing, one of them would be left out with a couple wins more. But, yeah, no, I mean, Dallas is playing better the last few weeks. I I know the Giants' defense has been more has been solid for large stretches of this year, but it just I don't, I don't know. They're kind of falling off a bit the last few weeks. They've, they've dropped down the, the DVOA standings by seven spots in two weeks. I know they've played good opponents, but that uh, ties into the, the quality of the opponent they're uh, facing there. I know it looked like for a, a bit they were the team like Washington that was going to come back, but yeah, I, I just think Dallas has figured out some things on offense enough. Uh, the defense still, uh, that's uh, not a not a, a subject that Dallas fans have wanted to talk about, but I think uh, at this point they're, uh, you know, it's just more about uh, their offense clicking uh, on the level it is, and the Giants' offense is just now leaving a lot to be desired, especially through the air. So yeah, Dallas is definitely the pick for me here. Uh, not a whole lot on the line here necessarily for the Bucks. Uh, they are at home, six and a half point favorites at home against the Falcons uh, right now. We know they're in the playoffs. Um, you know, sitting there at, at ten and five, and uh, you know now awaiting the other teams to make the playoffs. But again, this is a running team. We're not picking the Falcons. Um, there's just there's no way you're trusting this team, uh, even as well as they played against the Chiefs. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah but Bucks are a pretty easy pick here, and, and I almost considered this. That's a potential lock of the week, but, uh, you know, these two games or these two teams, you never know. So, Yeah, Atlanta's found a way to cover in some of these games lately when you didn't think they would be able to. They played, obviously, Tampa Bay really well just a couple weeks ago. Um, there might be some lightning in the forecast I'm looking at. Obviously, you get that in Florida quite a bit. So it might be a weird, delayed kind of game. Tampa Bay, though, yeah, they're the pick. I, I didn't feel like I could – uh, pick them as a, a lock just because of that uh, Atlanta factor. But uh, Tampa Bay is still a little bit to play for, uh, needing to win to clinch the fifth seed for sure because if they lose and the Rams do win, then they'd slide back to six. And you really don't want to face, in my opinion, you don't want to face Seattle or the Saints uh, instead of the NFC East winner. So, yeah, still something to play for. I think Tampa Bay gets it done. Well, Raiders and Broncos have nothing to play for. Raiders, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road here against the Broncos. Uh, I'll pick the Raiders, but, uh, yeah, this is just uh, please try to finish your season on a good note because, uh, as we talked about on the yeah. previous couple episodes of the podcast, we're just trying to figure out um, who the second-best team is going to be moving forward uh, here in the AFC West. Yeah, I think the Raiders have enough on offense to get this one done. It's just, a, But, again, man, I don't know. They're, like, they, they blew out the, the Broncos earlier this season. I think it will be a closer game than that for sure. Uh, the Raiders, a team that, yeah, when they won that game against Denver, really looked like they would have a shot here to get in the playoffs. They've lost four of the last five or five of the last six since that game. It's it's crazy how how the things have gone differently. Um, but yeah, I'll go, I'll go with the Raiders, just ending the season on a little bit of a high note for a year that looked like it was going to be a lot more 
uh, enjoyable for Denver. They're ranking all the way still at 30th in total DVOA, the worst offense in the NFL. So even again with their with their unit on that side of the ball against the Raiders, I, I don't anticipate them putting up a ton of points. So we'll, we'll go with uh, Vegas finding a way to get this victory. Hey, I yes. got it right finally. Vegas, week 17. Uh, it's all it took. That's okay. They're they're not in the playoffs, so now you have a whole other year. Oh, you know, you got nine <laughs> months to get ready for uh, getting it right the next time. But um, all right, let's talk about the rest of the uh, AFC West here. Chargers. This game again does not mean anything. Chargers three and a half point favorites on the road against the Chiefs. Uh, it's still weird to look at, uh, even though knowing that the Chiefs are sitting here uh, at 14 and one. That's because the Chiefs probably aren't going to play anyone. Uh, matter of fact, uh, our guy Adam Schefter actually just tweeted a couple minutes ago. Uh, Chad Henney's going to start a quarterback, so uh, there's a reason for this three and a half point spread. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes even higher uh, at this point. So mm-hmm. maybe this was one to possibly consider as a sneaky uh, betting lock of the week. But still, they're the Chargers, and uh, we've we've talked about the Chargers. They could find a way to lose this game. Uh, however, I don't think they're going to. I'm going to pick the Chargers just because, again, we don't really think a whole lot of people are going to be playing for the Chiefs. Yeah, just when you start to have expectations for the Chargers, as we always say, uh, <laughs> it's not the time to pick them. But, yeah, I mean, with the Chiefs, nothing to play for. I anticipate, yeah, most of their guys are not just, obviously, Mahomes with Chad Henney starting, but other players are probably not going to be playing much, if at all, uh, for Kansas City. The Chargers, for you know, they have won three in a row, a couple, all of them, one-score games coming down the field goals, um, and in one case, a touchdown right at the end in the overtime against the Raiders. Uh, I'll go with them getting a little bit of a high note, making us question. And, you know, it, did, it really did seem when they were three and nine that Anthony Lynn was on the way out. Now, kind of like the Bears situation, but somewhat similar. You start to, to question whether they're going to just run it back. With the, at least in this case, uh, though, unlike Chicago, they feel really confident in their quarterback and Justin Herbert. Seahawks, uh, five and a half point favorites on the road against the Niners. The more I think about this one, the more I wonder if I made the right pick here because uh, the situation mm-hmm. for the Seahawks is they're already in, but the only way they can clinch a first round bye would be if the Packers lose and the Saints lose. And as we've said, we don't see any one of those happening. Um, so considering these games mm-hmm. at the same time, um, you could see the Packers, Saints get out to big leads, maybe at halftime, going to the third quarter. Uh, maybe the Seahawks are kind of looking around wondering, okay, well, what do we really need to do here? And, and I mean, the 49ers coming off a win against the Cardinals. So this is one I would consider. Uh, maybe if I yeah. wanted to go back and pick one, I may pick the Niners here, just knowing how these games could play out. Uh, of course, all these teams are going to be looking at other scores. Uh, they don't do it every week, but they're going to be doing it this week, trust me, uh, because a lot's going to be on the line here. Uh, but uh, I'll pick the Seahawks. Don't like this high line here at all. Uh, and again, I wouldn't even even be uh, afraid to flip my pick to the 49ers here because it just depends on how these games are playing out elsewhere. Yeah, like you're saying for Seattle, I don't think they're anticipating uh, those results playing out. They're likely going to be stuck there at the, the three seed. They can't fall down to the four. Getting back up to the two really doesn't make a huge difference by the end of it, so not a ton of incentive. Uh, their defense definitely has been playing a lot better uh, lately. I know it's not – they've come against some pretty bad opponents, uh, but, I mean – the, the even though the Rams struggled a lot themselves, I think you've got to give some credit to what Seattle's been able to do, been able to improve upon as the season's gone on. San Francisco's defense looked good against uh, last week, though, like you said. And I don't know. If, I, I, yeah, I, I won't be shocked if, if San Francisco wins because, again, I, I with the division uh, locked up, uh, uh, there's really not a ton for Seattle to play for. I'll still pick the Seahawks, but, I, yeah, that five-and-a-half-point spread seems a little bit high for me as well. Titans, seven-and-a-half-point favorites at the Texans. Uh, The Titans are in a situation where uh, they can clinch the AFC South uh, simply by winning 
or having the Colts lose to the Jags, although like we said, we don't see that happening. Um, they'll clinch a playoff berth uh, simply if the Ravens lose or the Dolphins lose. So in this scenario, we would have the Titans in, even if they lost this game uh, to the Texans. I don't think they will. Uh, this is another afternoon start. Um, so lots of these games going on at the same time. Uh, but the Titans in, should be in a pretty good spot here uh, to at least uh, be in a, a situation where they're probably going to find a way to get in. Again, let's say for some reason they lose to the Texans. Um, they would certainly be rooting. They would be big, big Buffalo Bills fans uh, mm-hmm. in that scenario. But uh, I think the Titans should be okay and find a way to get in here. Yeah, well, they'll also know based on the, the results right. in the morning. Obviously, they'll yep. want to wrap up the division because if the Colts win, they still need a win to, uh, to get the division uh, afterward. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there's some things that they'll, they'll know, but at the same time, I still think they'll likely play out where they'll maybe need to win or at least feel like they want to win the win the division. So, yeah, they're the pick here. Texans, though, have made things interesting in some, a lot of their games this year for a team with a 4-11 and 11 spread. Uh, they Against the spread, they're only 5-10, and 10, but I feel, just watching the games themselves, uh, obviously Deshaun Watson doing everything he can. That defense, though, leaving a lot to be desired. Tennessee with too much on the line. I think they're going to bounce back from that tough game in Lambeau to get a victory here to end the season. So getting a, at least one of our, or it looks like now, yeah, two of our teams from our, our favorite division into the uh, into the playoffs. Yes, uh, it would be based on our picks here. And, uh, again, lots of potential scenarios for how this could play out uh, in terms of uh, the playoffs, uh, both uh, on the AFC side and the NFC side. So we'll see what happens with those. But, uh, Dylan, uh, that will wrap it up. And, obviously, we'll have lots of coverage on everything going on uh, heading into the games uh, this weekend and uh, heading into the playoffs over at Clutch Point as well. Uh, lots of NBA stuff over there. Yeah, we'll have all of our predictions and previews uh, content for all these Week 17 games in, uh, available on Clutch Points in the app in the NFL section as well as at clutchpoints.com in the NFL section. You can follow all of these games uh, in Week 17 and all of the playoffs in the app as well as yeah, all the NBA games uh, every night. There's uh, quite a few of them now, so keep following along in the app with the streams there. All of our content, obviously, on clutchpoints.com. You can listen to us on the website, uh, anywhere you find podcasts, in the app. And, yeah, really looking forward to wrapping up this season and. Uh, I, I know you're saying like some of these teams we won't talk about for a few months. I am excited also for the off season because it's going to be definitely a lot of uh, the coaching carousel is going to be great, but also just a lot of quarterback movement. It really feels like this year. So still things to look forward to. If you're a, a fan of teams not making the po- playoffs, you can just sit back and relax and enjoy all the drama. Yep. There will be plenty of it as always. Uh, yes. With the draft, uh, with free agency, it's going to be nuts uh, as usual uh, in the NFL off season. But uh, again, thanks uh, to all the fine folks uh, that listen to the podcast and thanks everyone. Uh, for the support of the podcast throughout the season here. Again, as we said, it's hard to believe uh, we've gotten through uh, the regular season at this point, uh, heading into week 17 here. But uh, it's been a wild season, a different season. Uh, but uh, be sure to check all that out over at Clutch Points. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, any podcast app you use. And uh, thanks as always, uh, again, to the fine folks at Blue Wire for all that they do. And uh, thank you as always for listening. We'll talk to you next time here on the Establish the Past podcast. Let's tell you about our friends at Bet Online. The NBA is back, football heading into the playoffs, and while you may not be at a game this year, 
can still be on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online, going the extra mile to make sure you get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. All you got to do is head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. And don't forget, use that promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. <laughs> 